and welcome to this St Albans podcast with myself, Elspeth Jackman, and with my guest, John Yarney. Now, I don't think that's an English surname, is it? Tess, what uh, nationality are you? No, I'm actually, uh, well, my, my uh, heritage is uh, Greek Cypriot, so from Cyprus. Mm-hmm. My uh, father came here when he was quite young, and uh, I was born in the UK, so... Mm. Uh, even though I can speak Greek, uh, my first language is English, so I was mm. born and bred and here. do folk like you um, have distinctive uh, interests or awareness, you know, being Greek? Do you see things in a slightly different way, or uh, you've been English long I enough think, to I not think to? I, yeah, I mean, I've been brought up in with food and wise, uh, you know, our food is... The best in the world, but <laughs> no, uh, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, we have the um, and brought up in the traditions of of, of the Greeks, really, and family is really important, and uh, getting together around food a, a lot. Of, you know, I mean, it's it's very much like any Mediterranean country, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have a very interesting job. I've never known it just before. Now, okay. tell us what you do. I'm a board game uh, designer, so I've been doing that for 20 years. Um, so, uh, yeah, stop there. Board yeah. game designer, or I can yeah. think of chess and I can think of other things like that that are well known. Yeah. Are these different games? So, yeah. So, yeah. There's actually, um, if you know if anything about the board game industry, there's something like 1,700 new games on the market every year. Ooh. So uh, it's a big market and it's a, it's a big industry, but I, I had no idea of it until I designed my first uh, game, which is called Hive. Did you kind of take the plunge and say, I think I can do this and send off your first idea? Uh, well, actually, uh, what I did was I designed this game, went, took it to uh, some game clubs, because there's, there's actually clubs that people just play board games. Mm. Um, and they loved the idea so much, they loved the game so much, that they were encouraged encouraged me to try and produce the thing and wow. I chose to uh, instead of going to a company to get it done I decided to start my own company mm-hmm. so it's um, yeah we initiative yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you passed that on to your young people yeah so yeah my son uh, one of my son works for us so he's he's up in Staffordshire but he works uh, remotely on the computer so he works for the company, and uh, and and all my children, uh, all three of them, they're very very creative. Ah, yeah. all right. Um, now, you belong to a church in St Albans. I don't know whether you're the only uh, Greek family, but there are people from many different nations there, aren't there? Yeah, I mean there are there are other Greeks there, um, but there as twenty eight nations, I think, are represented. Ooh. Yeah, Forest Town Church. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. St Albans. Yeah. Ah, now you have a story. Um, we'll be on our edge to hear, well, the conclusion anyway, because this story started off quite sadly with members of your family getting COVID. Yeah, who started that? Uh, well, my my youngest son Joseph, uh, mm. he went to a party and decided to bring back a little present for us, so he brought it into the family. Then uh, my wife Maria. Uh, then contracted the 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 um, virus off of Joseph, but she kind of um, let herself. I thought she kind of wanted to have it. She wanted to get it out of the way, so she was eating 
leftovers from Joseph's plate and everything. So <laughs> she, she basically, yeah, just, just, yeah, yeah. But she was okay. And, I, she, and then she passed it on to me. So we were isolating for, what, uh, three tens, right, for yes. weeks, really. Yes. Um, and, and <clears throat> ah, I mean, you're a Christian and you know God <clears throat> and you talk to him. You must have in your mind thought, mm, why God? You think I've done all the right things? I don't understand. Or yeah, what did would, you think? well, I've been walking with uh, with Christ. I've been a Christian for uh, thirty two years, so um, I've learned to instead of uh, instead of ask why, uh, I've I've learned to ask, uh, what are you doing here, Lord? Because you know, mm. God God has a plan in a lot of things. And uh, even things that we think uh, are detrimental to us, um, God uses uh, for the good. And so I've I, I've started instead of saying, "Oh God, why me?" I've started to say, "God, what are you doing here? And right. and and how do I how do I align with your your plan in this?" Mm. Yeah. Now, not everybody has to go to hospital. They don't get it that badly, but uh, I think you did. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was part of God's plan. Yeah. Tell us about it. <laughs> so uh, uh, on the uh, last two days of, of our isolation, uh, I was fine. I was um, just getting over it. And all of a sudden, my uh, oxygen levels plummeted. So they went to uh, 77, which is this is not good. And my wife uh, wanted to call the ambulance. But as a as a, a heterosexual man who who's, who believes that he can get through it, I I, I uh, basically had a I said no, don't don't call the ambulance. I'll be fine. I'll get through this. Uh, and it wasn't until the second day of that uh, of me of my oxygen being level, being low, that I um, I felt God just whisper in my heart and said, actually, I want you to. Don't argue with your wife. I want you in hospital. Wow. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Well, not everyone has to go to hospital, but um, you did. But you almost sent there by yeah, God. I was, I was sent there, yeah. Must have been serious. Uh, the, what, the COVID or the, the mission? <laughs> I'm sure the mission was God's <laughs> and therefore it was yeah, serious. Yeah. But the COVID, uh, I mean, which parts of the body did it touch and how near were you of death and things like that? Um, well, I was, uh, made the, the only thing that will get you into hospital with COVID is if your breathing is not right. right. Everything else, you, you'll, you'll be at home. They, they won't take you in. So it was, it was my breathing. That it was mm. the oxygen levels that, I mean, you, you can plummet quite low and, uh, and there, therefore that's the, the dangerous part. So mm. oxygen levels, yeah. But I, I have a feeling that this didn't altogether damage your relationship with the Lord, not at all, no. Because um, because I knew He had a plan, and mm. I knew God had me. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't afraid at all. Uh, Amazing, yeah, well, yeah. Which, what sort of ward were you put in to start with? Did uh, you progress through wards? Well, yeah. Well, I started in uh, in the emergency uh, department, um, mm. where the ambulance driver who took me there. Uh, was amazing because somehow God gave him empathy for me, and mm. it wasn't the usual thing because usually ambulance drivers would just drop you off and they'll be off. Mm. But this this man stayed for hours there. He he just mm. made sure that I was okay and kept on coming in and out. So that's how I started out. 
uh, and then they took me to a ward called the uh, Rainbow Ward. Um, so that was for me that was like a confirmation because uh, the rainbow is the sign of of God's promise. Right. Yeah. For for life. So, so mm. you could see in everything that was happening somehow a pattern that God was in as well. You yeah. didn't just say, "Oh God, you've left me. You've deserted me. Help! Help! Help!" No, no. not at all. And no. uh, and also the um, the second I went into hospital, I felt um, I don't know if your listeners will understand this, but I felt the presence of God with me. I felt uh, an over mm. uh, overwhelming peace, and and I felt uh, Jesus was there with me right from the the onset right yeah that's just amazing mm. i bet everybody who's listening will think well how did he get that but then you've been you've known jesus personally for quite some years haven't you so for 32 years yeah right. I, I i decided to surrender my life to to god 32 right. years ago yeah it was a, an amazing experience and, and still is i mean walking with walking with jesus is 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 life to me really Mm. Yeah. So you didn't definitely didn't go off God at that point. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no, I was I, I was in, I, I was intrigued to see what God God was doing, you know, and what plan ah. he had, yeah. Ah. What were the worst bits of it? It must have been difficult and breathing and uncomfortable and painful. Yeah, but uh, well, not really because uh the doctors and nurses are amazing in there, especially the nurses uh they make sure your oxygen levels are, are you're breathing properly and okay. uh, and yeah there's, there w- wasn't really any pain uh, I mean the worst thing is was being away from your family because mm. I was in there for two weeks so not seeing my wife and not seeing my children mm. uh, because of COVID no one's allowed to visit you yeah. um, though uh, yeah someone did come and visit me uh, um, God uh, got them in there like, that's a part of the story really mm. but um, yeah but did you see, I mean, were people dying around you? Or? There were people in, well, well, there was a point when I went into ICU, which is the uh, the critical uh, section. Right. Um, and uh, there were people on respirators. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they looked pretty bad, you know, just about just about surviving. And, yeah, look, some of them looked like they were in comas and stuff. Oh. So there were, uh, I didn't see anybody die, but. But that was the reason I was in there to pray for these people. I believe. Really, mm. you just bring that up. So, yeah. what you actually really believe that you talking to a God who you can't see um, actually does something real in someone else? Oh, de- oh definitely. Because yeah. a lot of people just don't know that. They don't think of that. Yeah. Well, I, I've walked with Christ uh, so many years now, and I've seen mm. just amazing things. I've mm. seen cancers mm. drop off of people. I've seen blind eyes open. I've seen lame people walk um, just through the power of of, of uh, prayer, really. So right. I I cannot uh, but believe that God has a plan yes. and God loves God. God loves the human race, you know. Yeah. I I bet the those who were already there didn't know what was going to what hit them as the wrong the wrong um, phrase, but that your love would get to them. Did some of them know you were praying for them? Uh, they all did because I was praying out loud. Right. Yeah. Um, so in the in the ICU uh, ward, I there was a time where I, I started to pray for them uh, uh, and take communion for them mm-hmm. uh, in their stead. Uh, and uh, so they allowed you to have some 
red and wine or something. Yeah, what happened is uh, um, my uh, my daughter's boyfriend called David uh, was uh, managed to get into ICU through a miracle, really, which is impossible in any other circumstances. And he basically contacted them and said, I, I'm, th- my father believes in the laying of hands mm-hmm. and prayer and, and healing, and uh, we'd like to come and pray for him. And uh, they contacted him back and said, so tell us more about uh, laying on of hands. We've never heard any other Christian talk about this before. Goodness. So, um, yeah, so he managed to, uh, they uh, eventually, he told them what it, was, what it meant, and uh, they said, okay, you can come in, which is an impossibility. It's definitely God. Mm. So he came in and he brought me uh, communion. Right. Uh, you know, and he left me some, which the next day I got up in the morning, I felt to take communion for these these people in ICU. And I started to pray for them by name because I had learned their names by then. Mm. And um, they could hear me. I was praying for the, the nurses and everyone. Um, what, did that, what was their reaction? Did they, were they thankful that they were being prayed for? Didn't they quite believe it? Um, it's probably strange for them to, to hear someone praying for them. But um, mm-hmm. when I left ICU, the uh, second I started to pray, my oxygen levels just improved. So it was like God saying, right, uh, this is the reason that you're here. Yes. And I'm just going to, you know, improve your oxygen levels. Wow. Now I've got you d- doing what I want you to do. Uh, so, they, so, yeah, after I pray for them that evening, the uh, doctors who originally said, oh, this could go either way, had come to me and now saying, oh, wow, you're amazing. How, how did your oxygen levels change so drastically? Right. You, we can get you out of this ward, ICU now and back into the ward. Mm. So they, they kited me out that evening. And uh, as I was leaving, the patients who were there um, said goodbye, John, and thank you for praying for, for mm. us. Mm. They thanked me, yeah. Wow. And did others appreciate you, not just think, oh dear, what's he doing, bringing religion into all this? Well, actually, the nurses were, um, were actually loved me. <laughs> when I left, actually, when I finished, um, uh, when I was out of hospital, I got a phone call from one of the nurses who ha- I had never met, and because they have to check, f- check you after seven, uh, for seven days just to see how you're doing. Okay. And uh, she said, oh, is that Mr. Yarny? And I said, yes. She goes, oh, wow, I feel I'm talking to a celebrity. And I said, why? She said, oh, because all the nurses were raving about you and saying well, how wonderful you were, praying for them and encouraging them. And, mm. yeah, so it was like, yeah, that was um, yeah, amazing to hear. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, if people at the moment are listening to this and would uh, have a sort of, well, It'd be interesting to start believing, even if they haven't got COVID, uh, or not to the extent that you've had it, they might be listening. What would you say to them? I would say that um, Jesus loves them, whether they they believe that or not. He does love them. Mm -hmm. Um, He gave himself for them. Um, Jesus, the thing is, God didn't, um, COVID didn't take me into, into hospital. God did. God chose that. Right. Yeah. That COVID, sounds like co- the title of a book. <laughs> yeah. COVID didn't take me into hospital. It was God's decision. Whoa. And And uh, Jesus, uh, man didn't put him on the cross. Jesus chose that. Yes. For, for um, everyone of this mm. world. Mm. Um, the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Yeah. That whoever believes in him 
will not perish but have everlasting life. And that's the gospel, really. And that's found in the Bible, isn't it? That's, yeah, John 3.16. One 16. of the books yeah. of, of John. Mm. So it might be one of you listening who thinks, well, perhaps the, having heard all this, perhaps I ought to just tentatively try this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. Well, I, well, I never... Uh, I never came to believe in God through any church or any other person. I uh, was given a Bible in uh, school, a Gideon's Bible. They used to give out school uh, Bibles in school, you know, at one point. I think they yeah. do in some. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and it was through that Bible, reading the New Testament, reading what Jesus did for me, that I got on my knees as a young boy and surrendered my life to Jesus. On your own, without parents urging you? Without in. anybody around me. Yeah. That is just amazing. Yeah. And I think uh, if your listeners, all they need to do is just do that. Just get on the, on their knees mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. talk to Jesus because he, he loves them, you know, and give yeah. surrender their lives. That seems a very good point to leave this discussion. Thank you, everyone, for um, listening to this. Uh, it's been John Yanni, my podcast. If you miss the details... The podcast will be the first on the list um, for a week or two's time. If you look up the www.stalbanspodcast.com slash Elspeth, you'll see the list of things that are on the, in the week, and his turn will come in good time. Right. Ah, so it's bye-bye, both from John and from me, Elspeth Jackman. Thank you so much. Thank you. You search my heart, you speak of love, your arms are always open wide. You know my thoughts, my every move, and still you love to be this.